Welcome to Learn, Inspire, Grow with Megan and Vanessa, an educational podcast based on personal and professional development. We're passionate about helping others and sharing our real life experiences to inspire you to reach your potential. Our mission is rooted in creating a life filled with joy and happiness. No matter the stage you're in, we can always continue to learn, feel inspired, and grow as people. We hope you enjoy this season of Learn, Inspire, Grow with Megan and Vanessa. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Learn, Inspire, Grow with Megan and Vanessa. This week, our topic is on creativity and uh, keeping with the C theme, uh, we thought we would bring the topic to uh, our conversation. So as you know, Vanessa and I work uh, both in different scopes of practice, more corporate versus uh, small business, entrepreneur, and we have both found that uh, creativity shows up in our lives on a regular basis. Uh, sometimes it's in a different capacity, but I think that uh, Vanessa would agree that it's always at the forefront of innovation and growth. Right, Vanessa? Right. I do agree with that. And good morning. How are you? <laughs> awesome. Um, so how does creativity show up in your day to day? Yeah, well, working for a large global company, sometimes people, you know, just think that it's just about making money, right? That uh, creativity would be something you'd see, I don't know, as an entrepreneur or if you were in the art space or something like that. So sometimes creativity doesn't come up all the time in conversation. It's just about meeting, you know, performance indicators and just kind of just making the, the business money. But but in order to to make money and to see growth in an organization, you do need creativity, you do need innovation. And so I think um, even more so the past, you know, few years, I've seen my organization um, really foster that among employees, because I mean, employees are really where, where that starts, right? We, you need people to generate ideas. Yeah. So do you find like, do you have a, is there a part of the company that's designated to creativity and idea generation and innovation marketing growth or is it everyone collaborates together so that those ideas of those people working directly with your customers etc bring those ideas to the leadership team etc yeah it's like there's some that are that are kind of line of business specific for sure and then others that are organization-wide um, we do have initiatives in, in both but I think what I really thrive on is that grassroots creativity and innovation where, you know, people on the front line are, are generating ideas that they, I feel are, are sometimes better than the, the top down because they're actually helping people on the front lines. Mm -hmm. And those ideas um, really help the organization stand apart from competition. So I think we have both. And um, I think organizations today though um, struggle with, what is uh, one definition of creativity or innovation? And I, and I think once um, an organization gets that clear, then it just, you know, it, it helps for sure. So. Yeah. So as you were speaking, I was thinking about how traditionally, when you think of the term creativity, mm -hmm. your mind sometimes naturally goes to art or yeah. artistic or graphic or being a creative mind. Um, is real associated differently than generate idea generation. Yes. Whereas yeah. it creativity actually encompasses idea generation and, and innovation, it's about, absolutely. you know, collaborating, building, thinking outside the box 
just because you aren't a graphic designer or a marketing specialist doesn't mean you can't generate creative ideas, right? So that's the way I view creativity in a way is, you know, you can contribute with those ideas Mm -hmm. and not necessarily be the one creating the graphic. That's right. Um, yeah. But or I have that so. innovation title, right? It, it, it's, yeah. it's everyone in the in an organization, anyone yeah. in general. And, and I think that it is up to leadership, um, especially in the context of larger organizations, to to inspire people to bring those ideas and say, you know, what what can you bring to the table in terms of what are you experiencing on the grassroots level or on the ground or in you know in the sales roles, you know, because often those problem solving situations come from having firsthand experiences Mm -hmm. so if you're not you know there can be sometimes a separation of roles where you know you see big picture strategic planning organizational but what happens in the nitty and gritty what happens Mm -hmm. with how you're working directly with customers and you know the sales process also requires create creative methods of Mm -hmm. expertise well, it, I mean, because it's a competitive landscape, right? I mean, organizations that used to be that you just tried to, I don't know, sell more, for example, right? Like you, you said, but that is not even enough, right? You need to stand out in some other way. And um, so companies really need to embrace those creative mindsets and um, create an environment that allows employees to feel safe to try something new as well. Yeah, and get out of the sort of the, the one way of doing things. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of great examples too of how businesses who have gone outside the box have been quite successful in, yes. in changing. Um, they kept with the traditional maybe products that they have, but they've, they've gone away from the stale, maybe it's the stale way of doing things. Right. And uh, that's really important. Like I see it in my business, some of the more, um, ex- I'm not going to say more experienced. I'm going to say the more seasoned mm-hmm. agents who have been maybe in the business longer, uh, 25, 30 years, things have changed. Like you can't be taking a point and shoot camera to a listing and taking right. photos because, you know, we, you know, it should be expected. And it is now that, you know, professional photography, um, creative, you know, adding to that display image um, first first impression, but they haven't always adapted and you still see that in the marketplace Mm -hmm. and it's not great for the consumer either. So there is a, an expectation that you do need to still keep up with what's happening in the generation, like in today. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you aren't open to, to those innovations and changes, then sometimes you can get left behind, unfortunately. Yes, Um, absolutely because then the, the consumers expect more. They expect a different experience. They expect that things are done in this way. Absolutely. And I think the, the client, customer, patient, who, you know, wherever you're working, I think that needs to be the center of any of that idea generation creativity, right? What, what is the, the customer looking for today? Yeah. Um, and, and also predicting, though, not only today, though, but they're going to be wanting in the future, right? Because a big yeah. thing about innovation is that you're, it's forward looking, you're, you're yeah. looking to the future. So, but in sort of in a related topic, but as a bit of a side shoot from creativity, I think it is also important that we continue to have human interaction. So creativity right now, I think you would agree is extremely 
progressive compared to what it was 20 years ago. I mean, we're online, we're, you know, heck, podcasts are creative. Like, you know, we're yeah. mm-hmm. on, on, in a technology state, but there still is this necessity to have human connection. And if we completely move away from, you're, if you're so innovative that you take away the person to person and it's uh, artificial intelligence, maybe that's not the right, you know, personally, the right direction to go because there still needs to be interaction. And, and absolutely the whole AI piece is out there and that's kind of on the other end of the spectrum for innovation for sure. But I think, um, again, it's like, does your work environment or, or the industry, um, is that going to accept AI or something really, really innovative and, and groundbreaking? But there's so many levels of creativity, creativity and innovation that um, it could be as simple as an improvement of a process or a way of doing things. And I think that's where it's more grassroots, right? Yeah. Um, or it could be on the other end, it's totally disruptive, right? So it's going to completely change an industry. And um, that's where I think AI would, would fit on that end. So it's a, yeah. it's a spectrum. It is. And it's interesting because if you think about it, so, you know, we're accepting a lot of digital um, sort of processes in real estate right now. And, you know, we're doing, I mean, I sold houses completely over the phone, virtually tours, technology has aided in that. But then when you think about the actual process, you know, if you have to have home inspectors come in, you couldn't do a virtual home inspection. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have your home repaired virtually right. or There's with a lot AI. That still needs to be done. You in, can't in get the grass done. You can't have landscaping. Your steps can't be rebuilt by a robot. Right. Um, so I think that it's so important. You're that, safe for years to come then. <laughs> oh, I hope. But I mean, but then there's still the sales component. Like it's saying, you know, could that process be done online? Well, I don't believe so because who's advocating for you? Who's, who's making sure that those quotes are getting done or that information's being gathered or, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of in-person uh, logistics that yeah. require a real person to do that job. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, some industries definitely can, can replace humans to a certain extent, but then others, absolutely humans need to to still be there. And I think at the end of the day, uh, creativity and innovation, when we think of them paired with kind of, you know, an organization and, and a culture that's fostering creativity and, um, just curiosity, even, I guess, um, it's all about what is, what is the problem we're trying to solve, right? So mm-hmm. I think if leaders and organizations can freely ask employees, you know, what's working, what's not working, um, and then be able to actually want to create an action plan from what's not working, I think that's when they're going to get the buy-in from employees and that engagement to to offer those ideas, right? And mm-hmm. they're really going to be able to see which employees are, are more creative than others. And, but I think that's really kind of at the heart of it. So obviously your clients and customers are there, but then it's, what is the problem that we need to solve? And I think if organizations take it from that angle, then they're able to, to generate some, some good ideas that, is go, that are going to set them apart yeah. from and, the competition. And I- yeah. And I think that that carries into entrepreneurship too. I mean, serial ideas people is sort of what's known about entrepreneurs is you're constantly thinking about problem, solving problems. Yes. And it yes. comes down to, you know, what idea can solve a problem or they see something not being done efficiently. And so there's an idea of how it could be done different. Yeah. How um, can we be more productive for sure? Right? And, yeah. uh, and so 
a lot of entrepreneurs kind of get lumped into this category where they're, they're, you know, they're sort of all over the place because there's ideas here and ideas there and then keeping on track. So the personality of generating those, those creative ideas, I think comes with, with the type of business you're into. Mm -hmm. Right. So you might, but, but again, maybe it's more, if the ideas side is one part of creativity, solutions building is another type of creativity. So sometimes those bigger ideas don't, they need someone else to run the nuts and bolts. They need to look Mm. through the more specific or the details. So if you're a detail oriented person, you might take that bigger idea that someone's conceptualized and then work with a team to break down the nuts and bolts of how it actually works and how you, and that's why a lot of people have to work with, you know, uh, business consultants in order to get to the next <laughs> stage right. of those ideas because the business side sometimes gets left behind. So um, you're not always going to have every quality, right? The idea generators are not going to be, yes, exactly. They may not be able to see through every stage of that process. And, and typically um, innovation or, or that idea generation, it is a four or five stage process where it's, okay, here's the idea generated. Then it goes through an approval process where it's a very detailed project plan, right? That would be mm-hmm. everything from budget and, and who needs to be involved within the organization and, and very detailed um, then that's, you know, put through kind of like an evaluation matrix of some sort that, um, you know, maybe it's a cross-functional team that's looking at it, um, SMEs, like it's, you know, very specific. Um, and then it's, then at that point, then it's about mobilizing the idea and actually yeah. seeing it through and closing the project and all that. But it is a, it is like a four or five stage process. It is. And, um, and yeah, that person that generated the idea, they may not be involved all the way through, right? Yeah. So, but I think it's also important if an idea isn't accepted in, or, in an organization to communicate back to that employee the reason why, right? Mm. To give some feedback so that, again, that engagement piece is still there. And a lot of times doesn't happen. That idea is just shut down and not given a reason why. And sometimes it just could be that that that's that project's being worked on in another area of the business already, um, mm-hmm. but that that employee never knows, right? So they you know, what's going to happen to that employee? Well, they're probably not going to want to submit or, or speak up anymore because they just feel that they're not being heard, right? So, yeah, yeah, it's challenging, I think, depending on what level of a business you're in or company you're in, to be able to be vocal yeah, um, and have, have a say or, or are you being welcomed? Are your ideas welcomed? Is the culture of the business um, as such that it's inclusive of ideas? Um, culture is a biggie. Oh, culture's <laughs> huge for sure. Um, awesome. Oh my gosh, we're talking about AI. We're talking about <laughs> business building. So much wrapped up in the idea of creativity. Um, I know personally, I enjoy the graphic side of things as well. So to go to like Me the too. true definition of creativity mm-hmm. is uh, I've got that that genetic component. I have a lot of family <laughs> who are artsy, and right. um, but it is a very time consuming process so you get really in the the 
deep of it and you're rearranging graphics and fonts mm-hmm. and things have to look specific. So um, it's <laughs> you, fun you though. To be, it is fun, but it's extremely time consuming. So you have to set aside a lot of time to do that. For but. sure it is. For sure it is. Well, another C word that, you know, gave us lots to chat about. It's uh, there's, there's a lot of great C words out there. Yeah. There are. The list so goes on for us. So it, it does. So hopefully our listeners are being creative in their own lives in whatever capacity they need to be. And uh, maybe a few of the things we talked about will spur on some other questions you might have. Or yes. does AI take over your industry in 30 years? Mm, no. <laughs> Who knows? But all right. That's perfect. Question. Awesome chat today. And uh, talk to it's you next week. Great chatting. Talk to you soon. Bye.